You have the power to heal and change your life. You might not have found it yet, but it's out there and it exists for you. Our intention is to have a little fun while introducing you to various new ways of healing. Welcome to the Spill the Ginger Tea Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Lila. Hey, everybody. I'm Angel Amy. And today we are super excited because we are going to have a chat with Toy. And she is a licensed vibrational sound therapist. And her work is super beautiful. And we really appreciate you coming on to talk with us today, Toy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so very much. Yeah, you're so welcome. So why don't you tell us a little bit, Toy, about who you are and how you got into this beautiful sound bathing healing? Absolutely. So such a long story. (laughs) Um, And uh, so just as like um, um, just an acknowledgement, sound healing is really my second career. So if I can back up, I am a, a licensed vibrational sound therapist, and I specialize in sound bathing survivors of childhood sexual abuse. And I do that by uh, employing sound and vibration to stimulate physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual self-healing. Um, I got into sound healing. It was around the time that I was leaving uh, the church. So I used to be involved in church as a young girl, and I was a Christian um, by way of family ties. And so that exodus kind of led me on a different path. So um, from there, I think it was early 2000s, about 2005 or 2006, there was a group of monks who were here on Tibetan monks um, in our area. Mm. Are you familiar? Yeah. Yes. So, you know, they go on these tours and I was very interested. I wanted to um, explore a little bit more. And um, that was when I was introduced to um, a more solidified position in the way that I was already living my life. So my life was more of a a Buddhist Buddhist lifestyle, mm-hmm. but I did not apply that, you know, term to my life. Um, and so during that monk, that Tibetan monk tour, I purchased my first singing bowl and uh, I just loved it. I fell in love with it. I practiced it. I played with it. But it wasn't until 2011 and, you know, in the midst of COVID that I decided to go ahead and get a, a license for vibrational sound therapy. And I started my private um, practice. 2020, what was that? Two, what year was that? 2021. 20, yeah. 20. 2021. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. I think I said 2011. <laughs> <laughs> so we know what you meant. Um, so we, so Lila and I both have a Christian background. And Mm -hmm. as Angel Amy, I personally feel that uh, the the Buddhist way of life is is the way that teaches you how to live it, like how Mm -hmm. how to live spiritually, or how to live as a whole person, mind, body and soul. So Mm -hmm. I love that you found this. 
as well. Uh, and so how does that link into the sound bathing? So when did the sound bathing come into play? So the sound bathing came into play, I would say, I've always um, participated in them. However, I do own my own company called Boot Arts Culture. And so back in 2016, I started to host these wellness retreats rooted in self-care, health and wellness. And so it was then that I had brought in, you know, different modalities of healing. So um, I've had um, yoga, I've had Tai Chi, I've had, um, what else can I think of? Um, what other modalities? Uh, nothing else comes to mind, but through um, those health and wellness retreats, I started to also do sound healing. And um, from there, it just sparked you know, a, a, a more private practice because people, although you have these public displays of um, health and wellness, some people really still hold back, mm-hmm. you know, some of those um, more private experiences. Um, what I've learned is that most of them are uh, typically just health related crisis. So some of those energy, um, that stifled energy that has turned itself into physical ailments that people do not want to discuss publicly. So it spiraled into a a private practice. Mm -hmm. I will give you a little bit of background. So when it comes to sound healing, um, I'm not sure if you all, you know, come from a a musical family, but um, I've had women in my lives who introduced me to music at a very early age. So it wasn't a, a stretch for me to get involved in, you know, sound healing because I'm not sure what your relationship with music is. Oh, but I, been... I love music. Yeah. How about you, Lila? <laughs> Absolutely. So my my grandmother actually sang with Arthur Fiedler and the um, Boston oh, Pops. Wow. Um, when she was 17. So she, she was a singer. She was also a figure skater, but so music kind of runs through, um, you know, my soul and for like a white girl, I move like this (laughs) body, this body on the dance floor toy. I move. Have you seen me? (laughs) I have seen you in our reel. (laughs) Right. So I, I'm, I have no shame. I will shake this body. I, yeah, I, fe- I, I become, I become they can't see me, but I'm kind of moving in my chair now. Yeah. yeah right. So, and I can thank my, my mom for that. My mama. Uh, you, <laughs> she you moved. get it from your mama? Oh yeah. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you thank know you. how, how music is moving, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes, it's a vibration you know, and energy oh, that yes. can run through you and it connects right into your soul, exactly, right into your you know, soul. Right. Absolutely. Just imagine that, that high school breakup that you needed to kind of get over. <laughs> right. You put on that Mary J's, the Mary J block. That's right. You know, not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Toy, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what a session looks like. Like, how does that go? Wow. So I have a couple of different offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we we do the just like yesterday, I hosted at one of our community healing spaces, um, a, a community sound bath. And so that is what is considered an off the body session. OK, so these off the body sessions, it typically includes um, 
different tools that can range from quartz crystal singing bowls, tuning forks, chimes, and we can go into those um, actual tools later, ocean drums. Um, it just depends. So as far as like my sessions are concerned, the one I conducted yesterday is an off the body. And so what happens is that you come in and uh, usually um, clients or attendees are um, sitting on yoga mats and they have their weighted blankets and eye mask and whatever else that makes you feel comfortable. You know, like I really want to put you to sleep. Oh, sounds <laughs> great, <laughs> heavenly. <laughs> yes, Love it. I really Delicious. want to put you to sleep. And so, um, on the body is a little different. So on the body, you use a different set of tools um, because they are specifically made for the body. So you can't put a quartz crystal bowl on somebody's person's because it's one made of glass. It's not very stable when you put it on the body. So you run the risk of um, dropping it, you know, and you don't want to be disruptive during a session. So off the body, I use therapeutic grade singing bowls. And these singing bowls, they have a, a vibrational like resonance that can last for up to a minute, you know, so it's really uh, penetrating the cells. So when I strike these bowls while it's on the body, um, placed in different areas, like you experience a sense of like deep relaxation that you don't necessarily get from uh, off the body. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. it does. Yeah. It does. So, yeah. So my, my therapeutic gray singing bowls, they are um, comprised of copper and tin. And um, they weigh anywhere from about like 300 to, I think my my heaviest one is 2,000. I have a 2,000 and it's weighed in grams. And so these bowls are placed strategically on you know, different areas of the body, like the sternum, the cervix, the thoracic, areas like that. And so once you localize that particular bowl on that area, that needs attention and you strike it, what happens is that it sends these vibrations throughout the body that releases the muscle, it releases the tension, mm -hmm. and it allows the vibrations to travel through the body, which promotes circulation, it promotes energy flow, it promotes um, rejuvenation. So it's it's very it's very fascinating. It's very fascinating. Yeah. yeah so I I find that when a human uh, listens to something auditory, it has a certain vibration that then connects into the physical body. And we have talked a bunch of times on this podcast about how the emotional component uh, or the emotions live in the cells inside the body. <sighs> and then, yeah, and then the emotions, um, it's all in the fascia, which is linked mm -hmm. to the muscles. Mm -hmm. So when a human, it will, let's say it this way, there, this is such a beautiful, non-invasive way to move energy.
energy. So if someone feels stuck in their life or they're in a pattern or a theme that they just can't move from, this would be really great for you to, to try because the vibration of the sound, um, your your body naturally knows how to pick it up and become one with it. Absolutely. And so then the vibration is what offers you the healing and any of those emotions or stuck energy start to be released from the fascia or released from the cells. And Mother Earth is the thing that collects that energy. So mm-hmm. this is why I'm just so into the environment, but Mother Earth will collect the sadness or the anger or the fear or the trauma, right? We're going to talk more about trauma. And mm-hmm. so this is a beautiful, non-invasive way to, to heal. Doesn't that sound great, Lila? It sounds so great. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just say, having listened to a little bit of Toy's work on Instagram, it is it is just, it's mesmerizing. Captivating. You know? Yeah. You can go through all these reels and then you stop and hear it and it just calls out to you like, listen, the idea of being under a weighted blanket on the mat. I'm asleep already. It sounds awesome. And I, I love this. And I would say too, if, if, if someone hasn't tried uh, many different alternative methods of healing, this is a b- beautiful first thing to try. Or if you're mm-hmm. someone like Lila and I, and you've pretty much done it all, <laughs> it's a great. It's great at any time. But I just thought I'd mention it. It could be good for beginners as well. Yeah, I, the idea of it on the body—that's fascinating to me because mm, that I hadn't heard of before. Oh yes, yes, it's fantastic. It really is, and it goes to your point, and um, Angel, um, how non-invasive it is. Mm-hmm. Because the on the body uh, approach, the client is fully dressed, which to me, um, especially for my clientele, they feel a lot more comfortable being dressed because these are individuals who have been subjected to unwanted touch to begin with, Absolutely. you know, and so for them to be allowed that space where they are fully clothed, but they're also experiencing a relaxation method that's very close to um, uh, just a general massage, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love the idea that my, you know, my clients can come to me for a a specialized treatment where they still feel protected, where they don't feel like they have to um, be on alert when they're experiencing a service. You know, so, yeah, it's a it's a non-invasive approach. My clients are fully clothed. That is what on the body um, vibrational sound therapy is about. And um, as far as like the I think you also mentioned, I want to go back to one of your points as far as the the um, synchronizing, you know, of, of the vibrations. It actually synchronizes with the brain waves, you know, and so. Once you, yeah, once you put the bowls on the body or even if it's off the body, it activates a de-stress response in the body. And the de-stress response is releasing that tension from the muscles because when your muscles are tense, it crowds your nerves. You know, it pinches your nerves and the nerves is what sends signals of pain throughout the body, discomfort throughout the body. And so I just love the idea of being able to treat people in a way where they feel comfortable, you know, cause I've had massages where I'm like, okay, was that supposed to happen? <laughs> you know? right. I'm like, I don't know about that one. So, you know, 
Right. So it's a beautiful, safe modality. Have, exactly. Have, have you worked with anyone that has addiction? Like I'm even thinking maybe smoking, people that struggle with smoking or, mm-hmm. or drinking or feel urges that they don't mm-hmm. feel like they have full control over. Um, yeah, absolutely. I have worked with um, individuals of several different um I want to call them limitations. Um, And so addiction is one of them. And I know personally, you know, there are uh, different groups, you know, they have various groups that help individuals with um, those who are living with addictions. And um, at times it seems like there can be a tone that you don't have uh, control, you know, over your situation when in fact you actually do. And so in these meetings, um, I've heard individuals feel as though the reasons that they have started uh, the path of addiction is due to their family construct. You know, they didn't fit in. Um, They experienced trauma that they needed to cope with. And so once you get to those root causes as to why there is, you know, an underlying addiction, you can start to work on the addiction itself. It's just a manifestation of root cause issues. Amen, Mm -hmm. sister. Yeah. (laughs) So I, as Angelamia, I also offer, my whole practice is basically built off of angels and inner child work. And so everything I do comes back to the inner child. And Mm -hmm. so I could see that how the the sound bathing could be this this beautiful non-invasive way to speak to someone's inner child even if yeah. they're not even sure that that's what's happening to them um so that's that's really really beautiful absolutely absolutely when you think about um for instance um in my practice you know I specialize in sound bathing survivors of childhood sexual abuse And so when you think about the chakras that have been impacted in childhood sexual abuse, um, one is the root chakra. Mm -hmm. And that is the, you know, is located in the coccyx. And so the root chakra is largely responsible for how safe we feel, how rooted and grounded we feel and connected we feel with um, ourselves, our family, our loved ones. You know, it's a sense of community. And so typically when you have an individual who's been affected by childhood sexual abuse, the perpetrator about 90 percent of the time is a person that they know and trust. And so your trust has been broken. So your judgment is off. Like you don't know how to articulate what has happened to you. You don't know how to voice, you know, your your, your boundaries. And so your throat chakra is affected. And so those are some of the root causes that occur when you're sexually abused, along with the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is connected to our reproductive system. You know, that is um, this obviously the one that is most affected when you are sexually abused. So you want to get to the root cause of those issues Mm -hmm. as to why they have to subject themselves to coping mechanisms. And um, I think furthermore, when you think about addiction, I think we always look at certain vices, not necessarily patterns of behavior, you know, um, the way in which we eat, 
um, you know, how we respond to certain, you know, um, complications of life. We typically look at drugs and alcohol as the default, you know, addiction when we are addicted to so many other things. <laughs> Your phone, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> telephone. Phone. Right, yeah. absolutely. So do you place the bowls on the body toy along the chakras? Is that where you're placing them? So absolutely. When... Um, it depends on what the person is coming in for. So okay. if my client is coming in specifically because they're still having, you know, complications around childhood sexual abuse. So I would place it on the, the cockage, so where the root chakra is located. I would place it on the uh, sacral chakra, which is two inches below the navel. Mm-hmm. So I would place it in that area. I would also place it, place it in the, um, in, of course, I can't put it on the throat, However, I can also play a um, a throat um, excuse me a throat chakra bowl for them to be able to open up that oh. chakra. Um, there are different chakras along the body other than the seven main energy centers mm-hmm. that you can place these bowls. Um, but when they come in for a specialized treatment, I try to make sure I place it on those areas of the body that will open up that particular chakra. Can you do this over Zoom? So you can absolutely do this over Zoom. Absolutely. However, I will say it's better to do it in person first, at least once so that your because what happens is your muscles have memory, your cells have memory, your body has memory. So that way, once you do it on the body, the body can um, capture, you know, the feel of the vibration, the sound of the note, the type of bowl that was uh, on the body. And so when you play it over Zoom or if you hear it on YouTube, your body remembers that, you know, just like your body remembers. Yeah. So where yeah. where are you located? Where are Lila and I coming to fly? Like we're gonna fly to you. <laughs> like where are we flying? I can't remember. <gasps> yeah. So I am in Kansas City right now. Okay. Um, I was yeah. <laughs> I went through my licensing um, while living in Chicago. Okay. And um, yeah. So I also travel for sound healing too. So I do retreats. Um, I do private sessions. Um, I offer, you know, home-based, you know, spa days and girls nights, you oh, know, things like that. Right. So, so yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I know. I love that. I, I love that. Too. I know you come to Boston. We could definitely fill a room for you easily. <laughs> <Okay>. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hold you to that. I got I, uh, corporate wellness. I also do corporate wellness. Oh, wow. Ooh, so yeah. Corporate yeah, America needs you toy big time, oh. Oh, big time in hospitals, <laughs> the medical community. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'd actually like to speak to something that you brought up a little bit ago and it has to do with the the emotions and being rooted where we, we were discussing uh, addiction and how addiction is really rooted in something different or even yeah. childhood sexual abuse usually, you know, it happens early on from someone that you know. When I move through life as Angel Amy and if someone is angry at me or sad or mm-hmm. Instantly in my body, I say, okay, they have a wound. And Mm -hmm. I actually start to talk to them 
from a place of um, my heart center, which then, which is love and compassion, yeah. which then connects to their inner child. So I actually talk to people that are upset through whether it's angry, sadness, whatever it may be through their inner child without them mm-hmm. maybe knowing. Um, and I find that it deescalates the situation where, Every time. right. So not, not, <laughs> mirroring their own pain. And so anyone listening to this, if you have loved ones that are that are going through depression, or they're sad right now, or whatever it may be, that is all rooted in something so much deeper. Mm-hmm. And I think the world needs to hear this, because we need to hold space for other people's wounds. And yes. many times we get triggered. And so I've personally done a lot of inner child work on my own triggers. And anytime that I get a trigger, I tend to say, Ooh, what's that really about? And then I work on it that way. Um, but we need to start to see more and more people get into this inner child work and start to realize that humans are carrying around deep seated wounds and it's not happening to you, everybody. It's happening for you. And it's Mm -hmm. happening for you to see something about yourself. And so I'm so glad you touched upon that. Um, It's just really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I I tend to do the same thing. Um, And I also, you know, I'm still doing inner work on my own. Um, Same here, Toy. Same here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like the hair club for men. Like I am, I am a client. I'm seeing four healers right now, everybody. So yes, yes. yes. I just call it life work. (laughs) You know, I call it life work because this is something that we're going to have to work on until eternity. Exactly. And so when you know you have somebody who's angry or sad or whatever overwhelming emotion that they're dealing with I look at that as coming from an unhealed space Mm -hmm. you know and I also come from unhealed spaces every now and again too I am 40 years old and I have just literally um I have committed to therapy I would say within the last six months, because I use therapy as just a dumping ground and I would leave, walk out the door and never come back. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I love so, that. Yeah. I have there. Mm-hmm. I have a few clients that actually pay me monthly just to listen. Mm-hmm. Like there's tons yeah. that, that pay me for advice and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And some are like, I actually just feel safe with you, Angel Amy, and just want you to listen to me. It just feels good to get it all out. Yeah. And so I could see that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, sometimes absolutely. that process of preparing what you're going to say to someone is is the first part of of healing it, figuring out like, you know, if you're going to go talk to what am I going to talk about with Amy? Oh, because I keep picking the wrong person to have a relationship with. Like you've begun the process. Acceptance, right? Before you've even, and then kind of thinking about it, you know? It's acceptance that then turns into ownership. Yeah. Right? I'm so glad that you pointed that out, Um, which is, you know, one thing that I always 
you you have to accept where you are in order to make any adjustments in life, in order to um, acknowledge the hurt, the pain and where you are, you have to accept where you are. And then at that point, you can start to make adjustments. Um, It's so difficult when you are in a situation that you know should be it should look different you know you're in a situation it should look different you don't know where to start or how to go about you know seeking therapy or any other healing modality that's when you reflect inward Mm because that's where that's where the answer lies yeah it's inward it's inward and so when people come to me about you know their circumstances and happenstances um I always make them aware that, you know, I'm a licensed vibrational sound therapist. I'm not an actual (laughs) Mm -hmm. doctor. I'm not a therapist in that sense. And so uh, just so you know, I cannot practice outside of my scope, you know, Mm -hmm. but I am here to listen. But I, you know, there's there's that will be doing myself and yourself a disservice if I try to. Um, perform outside of my scope of practice, but some people just need that space, you know? And so that's what you've given them. That's what you've provided them a safe space. Mm, Pieces of the puzzle, right? Yep. Parts of the recipe. Yep. Mm Yeah. That secret sauce, you guys. That's right. Secret sauce. I love it. She's been listening, everybody. That secret sauce. (laughs) Definitely. I would say that I would think sound healing for people, um, especially people that say like, oh, I can't meditate or I can't relax. Giving, Mm -hmm. you know, the sound of it sort of mesmerizes you into that relaxation state yes. and allows you to get to that quiet mind that you want to a little easier, maybe than sitting in silence and trying to, you know, uh, yeah, I think so. Like, Absolutely. It does. And so if, even if you can't, a couple of things I would like to say at that point is um, just commit to sit and breathing, you know, yep. is a start. You know, if you just inhale and exhale about three deep breaths, just within a a one minute span, you know, that's meditative. Yep. Take a moment to yourself and go to the restroom or lock yourself in a closet and just (laughs) inhale wherever you can get that space, you know, just inhale and exhale. And you will find that it's, it's not that difficult. I think there's a misconception that, meditation means that your mind is completely empty, you know, Absolutely. and that you're not thinking about anything. In fact, you're super aware, you know, you're extremely aware. It's just that you're not holding on to any thoughts. Yep. Like I'm, I'm allowing this thought to just pass by. <laughs> so I'm not going to hold on to it. And so, you know, what happens in a, a session is that, um, you know, you relax, like you relax in ways that allows your body to just recalibrate, you know, um, you know, sound healing is relaxation therapy. So um, we have, uh, you know, a parasympathetic nervous system, a sympathetic nervous system. You guys are aware. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you have a, um, a session such as on the body or off the body or, um, you know, a gong wash, whatever term you want to put to it, your um, parasympathetic nervous system is activated. 
And so your parasympathetic uh, nervous system is ultimately your rest and digest system. It allows the body to just rest. And so typically us humans are operating in the sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. And that's where we operate most. The parasympathetic nervous system, it actually uh, compresses the sympathetic nervous system and allows the body to rest. Mm, I know it's Reset. so fascinating, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. And it, 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 you know, I always like to kind of defend slightly the stress response because it's a really amazing thing that your body is doing. Like we don't want to mm-hmm. be trapped there as we are all the time, but it's right. pretty awesome when you look at what's happening in your body to prepare you to run <laughs> or fight, right. you know? Right. Or this freeze too. <laughs> yeah. So humans, it's techno- absolutely necessary. Yeah. Humans have adapted to freeze mode and mm-hmm. that's common. That's when um, you maybe have like a stack of bills and you, you know, you have to pay them, but you can't bring yourself to do it. <laughs> Or if you're packing to move and you know you need to pack. I thought that was denial. Oh, it's 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 on it's it's on denial. But there's a root cause, right, Toy? Yeah. So there's yeah. a root to right. the freeze. What is the root cause? It's it's unpredictable equals unsafe. So when mm-hmm. someone comes in for a session with me, and we can use this with Toy as well, and they're in freeze mode and they're like, I, I need to move and I, I have to move in two days and nothing's packed because I can't I can't get off the couch, then we start to quickly work on unpredictable equals unsafe. So fear of change. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, and that stems from childhood, inner child, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and that one I think is also sort of, um, you know, universally thought of as a truth, right? Like, so rarely do people say like, oh, it's all going to work out in the end. Everybody's like, oh, you have to move. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed yeah. to like, what a wonderful opportunity for something amazing to happen. Right. Yeah, we're socially conditioned to think that change is bad. Yeah, when exactly. bad. But listen, you know. people win the lottery out of the blue, everybody. <laughs> And yeah. unpredictable yeah. can equal adventurous. Exactly. Like yes. We could go on unpredictable yes. adventures yeah. and have a yeah. lot of fun, <laughs> laughter, and shenanigans in the process, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but yeah, like when when we are in though this the space of like the fight or flight, you know, we have these this like rush of hormones, you know, that tells us how to react. Like it sends our body on this like high alertness. And it increases like your heart rate. And so when you have that um, state of being constantly, like your your body, the downside is that your body is in this constant state of alert and it does not allow the, the body to recalibrate. And so that is what is so significant about making sure that you even rest outside of sleeping, you know, you have to be able to reset yourself throughout the day. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest limiting beliefs that humans carry is I can't handle it. And Mm -hmm. when we cross over on the other side, one of the first things that you realize is how powerful your words and your thoughts are energetically (sighs) 
And then secondly, you realize how much you could have done while you were here, how much Mm -hmm. you can handle everything. And so it's fascinating. Yeah, I'm remembering um, that uh, the woman who founded Windrush, who we just had on, Mm. was on the belief that you are capable of more than you think. It's just such a beautiful thought. Yeah, and it helps all Mm -hmm. kinds of children. It's just so beautiful. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So what absolutely. do you say we listen to some of this beautiful yes, sound Do you bathing? want a sound session? Okay. Yeah. Well, give me a moment of here. Of course. Okay, I might get so, cozy in my chair, Lila. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to guide you right through it. Okay. okay. okay I'm yeah, really excited. So, I have some yes. chakras that need some work, Toy. So. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little taste. I'll probably uh, narrow it down to two minutes, three minutes. Is that okay? Perfect. Whatever you offer us. Thank you. Okay. If we can start by just closing our eyes. Mm. Breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. Inhale and exhale. Two. Just remind yourself that you are in a safe space, that you are cared for, that you are loved, and you're protected. Just gently open your eyes and find that gentle stretch that makes you wake up in the morning. Continue to be gentle with yourself throughout the day. Thank you, Toy. Yes, thank you. 
So, Toy, in addition to survivors of childhood sexual abuse, what other clients do you see? Well, um, I, I must say that, you know, although I specialized in, you know, survivors of childhood sexual abuse, excuse me, um, we are all survivors of something. Mm-hmm. Therefore, anyone could benefit from uh, sound healing. So I, I see clients who um, have been diagnosed with chronic conditions, autoimmune diseases. Um, my most frequent um, clients come in for stress, you know, stress that has manifested itself physically. And um, typically those physical ailments are um, muscle tension, back pain, you know, specifically like lower back pain and also anxiety. <laughs> oh, that you would know, be so. Angel Amy with that lower back pain. <laughs> I was just thinking of you. Yeah. Wow. She turned awful quick at me, Toy. The okay. head whipped around. <laughs> Didn't mean to point the finger at anybody, but... Yes. And so when you talk about individuals with uh, autoimmune diseases, a lot of times some of the common uh, symptoms are like achiness, uh, fatigue, um, trouble concentrating, anxiety. And so what happens is like when you um, experience a, a sound bath, you know, your stress is lowered, lowered. You have uh, decreased like mood swings, uh, lowered blood pressure. Um, the inflammation that the body experiences is reduced quite significantly. You have reduced anxiety, you have improved sleep. And so these are all things that anyone could benefit from. So those are a few of the individuals and clients that I, I see. And do people see you multiple times? Do, is it generally a, a certain amount of, of appointments they would have with you? So it typically depends on their needs. You know, I have people that come in for maintenance, you know, once a month. And then sometimes there are individuals that are in high stress situations mm-hmm. and they need twice a week. Um, I do not recommend any more than twice a week. Um, that can get a little intense. Um, however, it depends on their particular needs. So even those with like de- depression, um, PTSD, like it is very helpful for those individuals who have uh, suffered in that space. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So Toy, this was so enlightening today and we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And if someone wants to schedule a session or follow you on social media, where can they learn more about you? Well, um, I am on Instagram at Natoya Nicole, that's N-A-T-O-Y-I-A-N-I-C-O-L-E. And I also take bookings through Calendly, and that's on my Instagram page as well. Um, And then feel free to email me at Natoya Nicole at Gmail. That's great. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you everyone for listening. We hope you found this enlightening. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We can be found everywhere you get your podcasts. And we're on Instagram at Spill the Ginger Tea Podcast. So if you have any questions or comments 
or ideas for future shows, please message us there. You can follow me at angelini1123 on both Facebook and Instagram, or check out my website for sessions at myangelamy.com. And thank you all so much for joining us today. And thank you once again, Toy. And until next time, be be well. well.